Hey y'all, welcome back to If I'm Here, I'm High. We are your co-hosts, Jayla and Brianna. And we're here. So we're high. (laughs) And I hope you are too. Due to some technical difficulties, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently this week. There's not going to be a pop culture segment for this week's episode. We're just going to jump right into our topic of the week. All right, y'all, we are back and it is now time for our topic of the week. Um, This week, we are doing something a little different. Um... But first, let's tell you. I'm gonna tell you guys what our topic of the week is. This week, we will be talking about drum roll, mental health. <sighs> yeah. Yay. <sighs> Yay. Woo. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, another heavy topic, um, but important one. I would say very, very important. Definitely. Um, especially with how crazy life has been as of lately yeah. in the world and all that other shit. There's a so, lot of things going on. Yeah. So, this week, um, we have a special guest. This special guest happens to also be someone very, very close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Jordan Thornton. And she is my aunt, and she is also a master's candidate for social work. Mm-hmm. All right. I am going to give her a moment to introduce herself to you guys. Hello, everyone. I'm Brianna's aunt, Jordan Thornton. Um, so a little bit about me. I graduated from VCU with a degree in public health. And then my work in public health catapulted my want and need to pursue my master's in social work. So fingers crossed I'll be done with that pretty, pretty soon. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. Um, personally, I like to drink. I'm not a smoker, but I like to drink. Um, And and, and let me just say this. (laughs) When it comes to a drink, I'm going to have several. Okay. Um, so I'm a drinker. I'm not really a smoker. I am also an advocate for working out and, you know, with a sex education background, I believe that everyone should have sex and use condoms. (laughs) and there you have it folks um actually now that you brought that up i just want to say all my friends always talk about like my friends that i've been friends with since early high school or middle school always talk about brianna like you told me so much about sex and you the only reason i know this about sex is because of you like imani says it all the time michael says it actually michael doesn't say it. imani says it marquez says it kia said it it's so funny and i just be like um and that is because i have jordan as my aunt like i (laughs) would not know anything she's taught me everything from such a young age (laughs) and so yeah i just wanted to bring that up since you said that um, follow me on all socials. <laughs> this is the living legend. Okay. So we have a few questions that we want to ask before we get into the discussion. So, what made you want to get into the mental health field? 
Um, yeah, so I didn't want to get into the mental health field. I knew that um, when I was pursuing my master's in social work, I knew that mental health and therapy was something that was going to be pushed, and I was trying to avoid it like the plague. <laughs> and the more I tried to avoid it, the more aspects and areas of my career and my personal life, I saw how important mental health was, and I was like, damn, like, is this a, is this a sign? <laughs> like... Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Um, with my clients, they would be, they would continue to come back, and they would, they would continue to come back with the same STDs and the same story. And I was just like, maybe we need to figure out the root cause of these behaviors. And out of the five clients that I talked to in one day, all five of them had some sort of trauma that was associated with their mental health. And I was just like, oh. There is a connection here. And even in my personal life, I was like, mental health is not for me. I'm fine. I don't need therapy. I'm fine. I'm just going to drink. I'll be oh, okay. God. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you uh, got yeah. out of that. I'm just going to drink. I'm okay. And you're really not okay. And so... Um, yeah, I didn't want to do mental health because I think also mental health is very broad, right? Like when you think yeah, of mental health, a it's a lot too. of aspects. So I knew that if I was going to do mental health, I needed to tailor it to something that was interesting to me. And I also needed it to be in a creative space where people are in charge of their mental health. They're taking their mental health seriously, but it's not in a traditional therapeutic type of setting. Wow, that was that was a better answer than I really thought you were gonna yeah, give. That was that's actually really crazy. Somebody gets him dumb. <laughs> no, that's not what I. No, I just didn't expect you to like have such a thoughtful answer. Like I thought yeah. you were gonna like it kind of just happened. Like that was super I think, in depth. Yeah, it. and it kind of shows how much you care about you know the people you work with or work you know serve. They might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna respond. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, our second question is, what do you plan to do with your master's in social work? Oh, that's a great question. So um, I'm always going to do something in healthcare. So one thing about having a master's is there is no, a master's in social work, there's no one avenue. There's so many different avenues that you can take. I just, both of my degrees are very broad. And I think that's what I love because I'm not boxed in. So the first thing I'm going to do Ms. is... I'm, Libra, that's perfect for um, Libra. Yeah, because I... Let me tell you something. I'm indecisive. Um, and my three things that I want to do with my master's, you're going to be like, damn, she's all over the place. <laughs> so the first thing I want to do is I always want to work in the field of STDs. I, also, I always want to be a um, medical social worker, and I primarily want to work with people who have been diagnosed with HIV and AIDS. Always going to be an advocate. Always going to be an ally. Always going to be in that field for the rest of my life. The second thing that I want to do with my um, master's is I want to get certified to become a sex therapist. Period. Yeah, so when I told you that I wanted to tailor my master's into something that was a little bit more specific, that's what I meant. I want to do um, sex therapy. And the last thing that I want to do with my master's that I think is really fitting for this podcast is I want to be a medical or medicinal cannabis consultant. And so (laughs) what that means is for people who are interested in a more holistic approach to their mental health 
a medicinal cannabis consultant researches different strands that (laughs) researches different strands that would be effective in combating the symptoms of their mental health diagnosis so if you don't want to use you know traditional medication Lexapro you don't want to use Ritalin all of those types of things I'm not going to go into triggered (laughs) (laughs) but um it would be my job to meet with you and to assess your symptoms and to find and recommend a strand that would help combat your your symptoms. I don't smoke, so I'm going to have to come back to y'all and ask. <laughs> <laughs> like the strand of the day. What does that help with? Weed. Gonna- <laughs> oh, weed? Just kidding. Um, what does that help with? Is that good for depression? Is that good for anxiety? Is we that good for bipolar disorder? Is that good? Right. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's actually really cool. We're going, we're going to like do a partnership and so way okay <laughs> we can make them edibles too you know i don't smoke Ooh, i ain't cleaning nice. up no throw up now George. okay so what you're not going to do that's it i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry all right so that's gonna wrap up the introductory questions we have for jordan all right so now we are going to move over into our discussion uh, you know, we always have to start our discussions with a definition of our topic. Yeah. So this week, as we said, our topic is mental health. Um, mental health is defined as um, our emotional and psychological and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. And I can definitely say that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I had something similar, but it definitely was not as extensive as that. (laughs) She said I'm extra. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it sounded good, so not a problem. All right, so now that we got our... Actually, Jordan, would you miss mental health professional? Would you say that's a pretty good definition? Yes, I actually think that's a great definition, and I like how you added the way one thinks, feels, and acts. Oh, for sure. Action is important too. Absolutely. Mental health can definitely affect how you act towards yourself, towards others, towards Ooh. life in general. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now that we got the definition out the way, um, let's talk about some factors that influence mental health. Um, to start, I would say definitely biological factors. So brain chemistry, like people are born, can be born with depression. Um, it's, can't they? Um, no, I don't oh. think that you can be born with depression. It's genetic, though. Genes, it can be passed down. Um, so in my experience, depression is based upon experience. Yeah. But it says, <laughs> Google said that it Are can we be passed down Google? genetically. That's what the medical letter said. Okay, well, I, mean, I don't the, have a medical letter. Not medical letter. What are they called? Um... See, you're trying to make me look dumb on this podcast. No, I'm not. <laughs> what are they? Journals. That's what they're called. The journals. I was like reading journals and stuff, and they said it could be passed down. Gen- well, like- you know what? So I kind of, now that I think about it, I'm thinking about, um, oh gosh, what is it called? Because we just did this. Attachment. So the attachment theory, the theory of attachment. Oh, yeah. um, there's four I've been types- into that a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. So there's four types of attachment. And so I think with 
me thinking about that in that sense, you can't because if a if a mother is depressed and a child sees that their mother is depressed, it's going to affect their mood. It's going to affect how they interact with people. It's going to it, it's going to affect their mood and stuff like that. So I think that that's true. Um this is new to me. We're learning together. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, I'll get off your back then. Please. She still was trying to make me look stupid, but Never. anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm weird. So, Jayla, another factor do you have one? Um, well, I would definitely say your upbringing. Absolutely. Um, parents can have a lot of trauma in the beginning, in the very beginning, and even before being your parents, and you're kind of just thrusted into that without Daddy a choice. Issues. I'm sorry. So, yeah, upbringing <laughs> and um, just your parents can definitely affect your mental health. Absolutely. Um, and relationships, whether that's platonic, romantic, mm-hmm. fam- uh, familial. Um, relationships can fuck you up. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow, it can fuck you up. Definitely. Um, oh, I would just like to say I do stand corrected. See, period. I told you. I will admit when I am wrong. It's hardly ever. Bested. It's hardly ever. But it does say that depression is known to run in families. And it is suggested that the genetic factors contribute to the risk of developing depression. So you were correct, Brianna. Congratulations, Brianna. It won't ever happen again. Boop, boop, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not. Thank you for that. That's that's nice to know. <laughs> but um, back to the factors. Um, I feel like your jobs, like the lives that you're living, like your job really can affect it. I am not going to go into detail on that too much, but I know what it's like to have a job that drains you emotionally. And yeah. so jobs are definitely a factor into mental health as well. I definitely agree with that one. Yeah. Um, I want to emphasize the romantic relationships Ooh. that you had mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm triggered. <laughs> Literally trauma out the ass. I'm triggered. <laughs> it's actually crazy what they can do to you. I'm triggered. No, literally, my psychiatrist told me that relationship trauma can literally alter your brain chemistry like and you have to work really hard to reverse that so it's real like people underestimate when people be like depressed over relationships and boys and girls and people act like they're dramatic but no that shit is real yeah jordan looks stressed over here you guys (laughs) i wish you could see her right now y'all i mean (laughs) i'm I'm a little bit older than them, and um, I done been in my fair share of situationships, <laughs> and um, some of them have led to some depression. Yeah, <laughs> same. One of them, but it's okay. Um, I ain't gonna like count that. how many it was. <laughs> like you said, you're a little older than us, so. I <laughs> Not that much. Ah, I didn't mean that much. I said a little. Um, but yeah, relationships are a huge factor. Um, so. Sure. Take that seriously. Yeah, because y'all just be treating people all willy-nilly. And then after that, they a mess. Please, I could go on for hours about it. Don't get me started. <laughs> but anyway, now that we have discussed the factors that influence it, 
Uh, do you guys want to get into why it's important? Um, yeah. All right, Jayla, you want to start us off? Okay, so I think mental health is important because, well, for one, it just affects your overall life. Like, Definitely. If your mental health is in the gutter, you're, it's going to be so much harder to enjoy what's happening around you. It's going to make handling your responsibilities so much harder it's yeah it's it's a real thing and it definitely can affect all areas of your life so people need to take it seriously absolutely um it definitely can affect the way you treat others as well i find that when my mental health is not in the place that i want it to be i'm a lot more irritable mm-hmm. and my my t- I'm short fused. It doesn't take much to irritate me at all, and yeah, <laughs> so it definitely uh, can affect the way you treat others. So um, there's a saying: when it rains, it pours, and I think that is so true when it comes to mental health. If your mental health is not in order, there is not going to be any aspect or area in your of your life that's going to be in order. If your mm-hmm. mental health is shaky, your finances are shaky. If your mental health is shaky, your friendships sure. are shaky. If your mental health is shaky, your work performance is is shaky. Everything that you do is tied to your brain, and your brain is mental health. Your brain conducts how you think, act, and feel. And what did Brianna say the definition was? You know what I'm saying? So it's important to take care of yourself mentally because mentally helps emotionally, helps physically, helps psychologically, helps spiritually. (laughs) I mean, I can go all the (laughs) leads. But that's so true. It really is. Um, Fuck, I was going to say something, but my brain went. Um, But yeah, Jayla, <laughs> you got something to say because my brain um, went. Yeah, that's so true. Like, it just, it affects everything. And it kills me that we just don't have more people invested in it. Mm-hmm. And just that's what I was going to say. For mm-hmm. it. And the people don't take it seriously. It's just really crazy. Especially... And the state that we're in, like... I thought you were going to say in the black community. <laughs> oh, well, yes, especially in the black community. But just the state of the world, and especially the state... Well, oh, let me damn. not get too specific. Of this, this country. But... I mean, yeah. this country is fucked right now. Like, that. Yeah, like, there's crazy Really what it is. There's a lot like, of stuff going on right now. Like, we're still in a pandemic, whether people want to realize it or not. Right. And it looks like, I'm not even going to lie, this monkeypox is scaring me. Um, <laughs> do, like, should we be worried, Miss Public Health? I was um, just going to say, um, <laughs> I did my very I did my very first monkeypox case in this area. And um, it's airborne, right? Right. So. <laughs> Nobody told us this. Yeah, it's airborne. They so, always said contact, close contact. like Yeah, all that. But it's also airborne. So when were they going to oh tell us God. this? Um, oh, wow. So it was... Yeah, I'm about to start wearing my mask. <laughs> no, really. So I, so now I'm paranoid because I was talking to my client and you're supposed to quarantine for like two to four weeks, 
Um, and he was in the car and then tried to lie and said that he wasn't in the car. And so you just become paranoid, which is another thing that can affect your mental health. Paranoia is real and you don't want to leave your house because people are lying about their exposure and where they, where they're going and where they've been. And it's just like, "Mm." so yes, you should be very concerned about monkeypox. Oh my God. <laughs> like, wow. are you kidding me? Like, inflation is crazy. Gas is $4 a gallon. This is going what? down. <laughs> I know, but it's still $4. <laughs> we should have never even been this high. Um, <laughs> this mind you, it was higher 30 days ago. <laughs> but yeah, so def- I, the state of this country is very. <laughs> yeah, and so mental health is super important. And I feel like, I will say, I feel like since the pandemic started, I feel like people kind of started taking it more seriously because they were like confined to their homes. So they were mm-hmm. kind of forced to sit there and think. Mm-hmm. And when you're. <laughs> okay, that was rude. <laughs> and when you're forced to sit there and think like that, um, you know, you can really start to get in your head about shit and that can just be a downward spiral mm-hmm. so yeah i feel like the pandemic definitely um helps people pay more attention but i still don't feel like it's as advocated for as it should be and i don't think i feel like it also doesn't help that a lot of people's don't a lot of people don't have health care that focuses on mental health so they don't have access to resources that can help them out with that that's very true a lot of people's insurance does not cover therapy and yeah. other things like that and screenings. Yep. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. They make it very hard to get help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, it makes me sad to think about. But mental health, I would say, is also important because it, like Jordan said earlier, it affects your physical health as well. Like, when your mental health is bad, you don't care about anything. Like, so you're not gonna care about what you're consuming. You're not gonna care about like what you're doing at all. Like, you just don't give a damn. Like, you're kind of just going through the motions and doing what you can to get by and leaving it at that. Really. Yeah. So. Just walking through life. Pretty much. Um, I would say it's also important because. When your mental health is in a good place. I feel like, at least for me, I know when I am feeling good, I feel so much more optimistic about my life. Like, mm-hmm. I think about all the things I can do mm-hmm. and all the things I'm capable of. But when my shit is in the gutter, I'll be feeling like, <laughs> I, I'll be feeling like, like, I can't do anything. Literally, like, my life is trash. I'm not going to be anything. Like, I'm talentless. Literally. Be, uh, yeah, so... It definitely determines shit like that. I think it's important also for people who are struggling with mental health to reward yourself on the good days and to, you know, count those good days. So this week I had three good days. Period. Last week I had one. (laughs) (laughs) That's progress. I did well this week. You know, you should reward yourself because, you know, doing something 
to combat your symptoms of mental health is important. And I think mm-hmm. that that should be rewarded because there's so many people out here who aren't and who are just living day by day and suffering day by day. Yeah. So if you can reward yourself for having one good day, I think that that is something that is well-deserved. And, and just keep track of it so you can see how much progress you're making. I think there's nothing better than to see how well you're doing because we always focus on the negative and it's very rare that we focus on the positive. So keeping a journal saying, you know what, last month this time, I won't do them too well. But this month I've worked out. I, you know, hung out with my friends. I finished a project. I got out of bed. It can be something so little and you could forget that you did that because you were so focused on, I didn't get out of bed today, but yesterday you did. And I think that that's important to just focus on, give yourself a hand clap of praise for the little (laughs) things. Period. Wow. That was actually, I never even thought about it like that. Yeah. I'm about to have to start incorporating that in my routine because I'm very quick to like shit on myself when I've had a bad day. I'd be like, damn, another bad day. It's something like this just all the time now. Like, mm-hmm. so I never thought about it that way. And I feel like if you make that a habit, it kind of makes you want to work towards having mm-hmm. a good day because you want to reward yourself. Or you'll think, yeah. what did I do that day that made it? Such a good day. And yeah. can I incorporate those same behaviors oh, no. into routine? To, right, and make it a routine, make it a habit. Um, research, I don't know if it's true because I've been um, debunked already today. <laughs> but, um, now she's paranoid now. <laughs> back in the day, it took 21 days to form habit. I thought it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait, I, don't I thought know. it was seven. Back in the day. I thought it was 21 days to break a habit. I, I prefaced it by saying okay. back in the day. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> it took 21 days to form a habit. So Brianna. if you can add one little thing so you to your day and you do it for 21 days straight, you've incorporated it into your routine. Brianna no, I think you are right, though. Oh, 18 to 254. We're going with 21. <laughs> yeah, 21 it is. 21. <laughs> I'm weak. Um, but, yeah, that's actually um, a really good a really good method to think about. I'm going to have to start trying that out. Look at, look at you. You up here teaching people stuff. Period. And also getting debunked. <laughs> Look, balance, balance. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, let's move on to well, we have already given like some personal experiences, but I'm gonna give a little bit of my own personal background with it and then or actually Jalen, would you like to start with personal background? Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm definitely a huge advocate for how important mental health is. I am definitely a person whose mental health can fluctuate. You know, it's very common. (laughs) I don't understand how people can ignore it and pretend that it's not as important as it is because so many people are, are suffering from mental illnesses and even just seasonal depression or even... An occurrence in your life can give you a depressive episode, even if you don't have a history of it. Mm-hmm. So it just there's so many different there's so many different types of mental illnesses and so many different ways mm-hmm. your mental health can be affected. Absolutely. 
Um, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think we lost the plot, but we it's did. Okay. <laughs> we did lose the plot, but that's think of that as the way that I feel about mental health. Um, so yeah, I've definitely had some periods of time like in high school where my mental health was not where it should have been, and that's kind of the start of it for me. And since then, just wanting to take better care of myself. Um, starting therapy was one. I'm looking for a new therapist now. Period. We yes, love a start of therapy. That's an important point. If you're Absolutely. not getting what you need from one, it's okay to find another. Oh, trust yeah. me, because I'm on my fourth. <laughs> it's like a relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're like revealing your deepest feelings and secrets sometimes to these people. Hell yeah, you better like them. Are you okay. kidding me? And you're paying for it. Period. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely needed to find someone else that I just have a more, not personal connection, but just a better connection with so I can really feel comfortable opening up. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, um, I also want to talk about anxiety because that's another thing that I'm quite familiar with. (laughs) Um, And actually, like, as I've gotten older, I've thought back about my childhood and realized I've actually been experiencing anxiety from a really young age. Really? Like, I can actually recall myself having anxiety attacks when I think about certain things. But wow. But back then, it was just me, like crying having a fit when really i was having an anxiety attack it's mm. crazy i can't remember that's exactly profound. what age i <laughs> yeah profound. it was crazy and I, I had to tell my mom about it and it, it was an interesting conversation to have because i'm like yeah i was actually having an anxiety attack oh. <laughs> so like so you know Ooh. when you're thinking your child is just being dramatic <laughs> you're handling it completely different than a child that might need to be comforted. Yeah. You know? So. Message. Yeah. (laughs) So dealing with that as a child definitely affected some things. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I've had a lot of conversations, at least with my mom, about some of my, like, mental health discoveries. And they've been really productive. So I'm fortunate to say that I... And, you know, trying to get my resources. Period. Yeah. That's that's honestly like I feel like what it's about. Like, it. I don't feel like focusing on your mental health is about making sure that you're perfect and you never have a bad day. It's mm-hmm. about making sure that you're putting in the work so when you do have bad days, you know how to handle it the right exactly. way. Um. But with um, were you done? Was there anything else you wanted to add for your personal experience? Mm-mm. Nope. That's how we go. Okay. What did I just say? Nope. That was everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. It didn't sound like you had If you listen to it to back, I promise you it wasn't like four words. <laughs> oh. Um, all right. So for me, I I started paying attention to my mental health um, from a pretty young age. Um, high school for me, too. I was 15. When I when I look back, honestly, it probably was a panic attack for me too. I remember literally sitting in English class, 
I was having a bad day and I literally just broke down. Like I Aww. actually it might not have been an anxiety attack now that I think about it because I was just sitting there. There was nothing that was making me anxious. Um, but I just broke down in tears. It was like a really crazy experience for me because my, my classmates, I remember, were just kind of looking at me like, uh, what's, what's going, going on? on? Especially considering because if you know me, if you knew me in high school, yeah, I was a very talkative, wild, not wild, but expressive, happy person. So it was kind of confusing for a lot of people. But yeah, that was like the first moment where I really kind of was like, okay, obviously something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember talking to my mom about it, and that is the first time I started therapy. So I've definitely been a, uh advocate and fan of therapy uh, from a young age. Um, my mental health has definitely fluctuated as well. I have my good days, I have my bad days, I have my great days, mm-hmm. I have my awful days. Um, I definitely, uh, I feel like in college, I kind of, it's kind of when the peak happened, like I really needed to, re- I realized yeah. I really needed to start paying attention to it. I think the change from going from, uh, being at home to coming to going to school and being by myself and relationship issues all of that just it kind of all festered into one yuck ball <laughs> and it fucked me up so I was uh, in, a, in a weird place mentally for a long time but I feel like I'm low, slowly but surely starting to get my shit together it feels like but yeah um, so I would say that's pretty much my background with um mental health i am like i said a work in progress i'm figuring it out slowly but surely with therapy would be nowhere near as healed as i am even though i have a lot left to go but (laughs) i would be nowhere near as healed as i am if i was not in therapy so people don't take that as serious as they should they be like i ain't talking nobody about my problems like, hmm. actually, yes, you do. Talking to yourself about it is how you uh, got here. So you need to talk to someone. But, yeah. And then, yeah. I would say therapy is kind of the main thing that's kind of gotten me here. But, yeah, I would say that is my background. Jordan, would you like to give a little? Sure. So I'm from the school of the hard knocks. And <laughs> I was raised to figure it out. Um, we were not... Yeah. Told to, there was no such thing as depression, anxiety, <laughs> none of those things when I was growing up. It was figure it out, you can do it, or like that was it. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, that's kind of the reality for a lot for of a lot of black people. people. That too, but people, uh, but as yeah, people in general. But I can remember crying, and my mom is like, "Okay, you Aww. cried." Now what you gonna do about it? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do about it. That's what um, I'm asking you. That's why I'm crying to you. I don't know what this feeling is. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just know that something isn't right. And I remember being bullied um, in middle school. I feel like middle school is tragic for everybody. I don't think anybody can say that they had a positive middle school experience. I did. <laughs> I so, loved middle school. I absolutely hated middle school. Middle school so was sad. torture for me. And I just remember. <laughs> I remember coming home crying every day and that was probably the start of when you know depression started and I didn't know what that was and anxiety I got anxious every time I walked into school 
what am Aww. I gonna get picked on for today? No, that actually <laughs> makes me want to cry. Uh, and so real. I would go home, and it was very much. I mean, you still have to go to school, Jordan. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> number one, Damn. and it was also give it to the Lord. You know, God only gives yeah. His hardest battles to oh, His strongest soldiers. God. It was very much that. So that's how I was. I Don't was raised, and so my friends and my family will tell you that I am very emotional. Like I'm, I don't have any emotions. Um, they think that nothing makes me sad, nothing makes me angry, nothing makes me upset. And because I'm like that, I knew that I needed therapy for my mental health because not being able to express emotions is not healthy. Then you need to be able to express that. So my mental health journey started as a very old adult (laughs) where I am now, and I'm still figuring it out. Um, I just don't think that you can be a great advocate if you're not in therapy. Every good therapist has a therapist. (laughs) Period. So I think that people kind of might look at mental health one way and I thought so too until I realized that there's so many different areas. And so that's kind of my experience. I grew up one way and I knew that it wasn't healthy. So I knew that I needed to change it. And that's what I'm on the journey to do now is to change the way that I was taught to handle my feelings and my emotions. Period. I love that. I, love that. I feel like... a. It's really, it's really honorable that you were like even willing to kind of learn more about it because I feel like some people will be so stuck in their ways that they'll go their whole lives without even thinking about thinking about it. They'll, yeah. I'm depressed. Oh, let me pray. Let me pray about it. Like, yes, you can pray about it, but you also are gonna have to take those steps to mm-hmm. figure it out. Like, you can't put it all in God's hands. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, now I might be, this might be a reach, but I mean, God made therapists. Thank you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> For so, a reason. No, no, that's not helping you. Exactly. Thank you. There are even religious therapists. I was just going to say, like, you can find a Christian therapist. Exactly. Like, it's come on. Counseling. Like, so that's next excuse. <laughs> next excuse. <laughs> but, all right. So I think that's going to wrap up our personal experiences. Let's move on to the effects of not prioritizing your mental health. Uh, Jordan, do you want to start yes. us off here? Oh, well, yep. Yeah, there you have it. The big one. <laughs> the big sleep. The big sleep. <laughs> no, but you're right. Because um, it affects your physical health. It like, affects everything. And I don't mean death as in, you know, suicide. I mean the decomposition of your body. You yeah. know, diabetes, stroke, heart disease, all of those things are influenced and impacted by your mental health. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know that until I started in my social scary. work program. Now that scares me. And you're reading, <laughs> oh, depression is linked to da 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 da. I'm like, what the heck? You're like, oh, I gotta get my shit together. <laughs> Anxiety is linked to da 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 da. And I'm just like, what in the world? It's it's scary. So people think that it's just oh, you know, the suicidal thoughts, the homicidal ideations, those things like that. But no, it can really impact your health, which can kill you oh. in the long run. It, a slow, painful type death. Good lord. Okay, mm. Good fucking lord. Mm-hmm. You hear that? You're killing yourself. <laughs> mm. 
That's cancer. Scary. Cancer. No, that's <laughs> the one that really surprised me. That blew me. Like, damn, like. My brain already turned against me. Now my cells is going to turn against me. That's crazy. It impacts everything. Everybody should take a basic human anatomy class so they can see the brain and everything that the brain controls. Because the brain controls everything. Ah, No, that's so scary. (laughs) That's scary. And that reminds me of, and I don't know why it reminds me of it because it's not exactly the same. But Kia says this saying, um, actually, now that I think about it, I'm just going to, I'm going to say that for our next portion of the the topic, Mm. but yeah, um, that's scary. I, yeah, let me book an appointment with my therapist (laughs) right now because, um, that'd be crazy to like realize that you gave yourself cancer in a way because you didn't prioritize your mental health. Or you can think about it like this. So somebody is depressed, right? Depressed can lead to stress. Right? Stress leads to what? Eating. Mm -hmm. Eating causes what? Overweight. Mm -hmm. Obesity. Right? Obesity causes what? Diabetes. Yeah. Heart failure. It's all a trickle-down effect. It's all And all of it comes from your brain. Your brain signals, oh, you're still hungry. Yeah. You need more of this. When you really don't. But your brain is telling you that you do. It's coping mechanisms. It is. So, yeah. yeah. It's funny that you say that because I know for... and. Since I've been recently diagnosed with ADHD and I've been doing my research into it, um, a lot of ADHD people that uh, have ADHD uh, suffer from mental health issues like depression, anxiety, stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's all a factor of the lack of dopamine, all that other stuff, and the ADHD. I love those. Um, somewhere too. Yeah, and then it also that they because they lack that stimulation, they seek it in. Um, food or other Mm -hmm. things um so that's where binge eating comes into play Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so like yeah your brain really (laughs) can fuck you up like it's crazy it's scary um insane yeah or it can be linked to wanting some type of control i can't control the way that i think i can't control the way that i feel so i'm going to control the way that i look and that's when people can become anorexic. That's when people can become bulimic. They just get fixated on one thing, one yeah. aspect of their life that they can control. And eventually, those types of habits will kill you. So yeah. it's just really scary. Mm. Gosh. <laughs> wow. Lord, I need a blunt after this. For sure. <laughs> She's it's stressing just... me out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, no, but yeah. It's just way more serious no, yeah. than it's being taken for. <laughs> it's actually crazy. Yeah. And I think, honestly, this conversation is really even showing me how much more serious it is. And, and I've always been a person that has taken it seriously, but yeah, you're, you're scaring me, Jordan. I'm you're learning scaring a lot. me. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. Yes. <laughs> no, no, this sorry, is good. No, this is good. It's it's a good scary because, and hopefully, like people that are listening are taking this seriously because this shit is not a game. It's not a joke. Not at all. (laughs) So uh, let's list some more of the effects of not prioritizing your mental health. Um, one, it can definitely affect your relationships, absolutely friendships. We mentioned this earlier, mm-hmm. friendships, familial relationships, romantic relationships, mm-hmm. it affects everything. Um, 
I also wanted to say that it affects the way that you view yourself. It affects your self-esteem, your self-image, and that inherently is going to affect your relationship. So it again, a trickle-down effect. Yep. Um, also, it can affect opportunities. You may not be feeling as motivated or as mm-hmm. driven as you normally are, and you might miss out on things because you're just not in the state to put in the work to the things that you know are mm-hmm. important to you. So yeah, it- I love that you said that because it kind of like call it kind of like references back to last week. Well, not last week, but the week before last when we were talking about um, like with the career and stuff. How we were saying how sometimes you can miss out on opportunities because you're not putting like you're not willing to put in the work, and yeah. that can also like mental health can affect you not being able to put in the work. Like exactly, like I said, for me back back in school, I almost got a degree that I did not want. Because mm-hmm. I just was, my mental health was not in the place it needed to be. So I was trying to cop out and find reasons as to why I wasn't doing well in school. I wasn't in the best place mentally. And that was really what it was. So yeah, yeah you definitely can miss out on good things. It's very true. But hey, you realized it. Boom. That's and that's great. because I took my mental health seriously. <laughs> I'm a walking billboard for <laughs> therapy works <laughs> i love that though yeah. um did you guys have any other effects that you wanted to mention um i think you guys definitely summed it up well um definitely affects the relationships i like you said um like we said earlier when you don't feel good you're not going to treat people well like it's just sorry it that's how it is it really the way you feel about yourself reflects on the way you treat others so yeah, I think y'all definitely wrapped it up great there. I think it's also important to note because um, earlier in the episode when I was debunked, um, I think <laughs> she's not gonna let this. I'm go. never gonna let that down. Never. I think that it's important to prioritize your mental health for your offspring. I mean, oh, if yeah, it's absolutely. if it's generational, it's about we always talk about generational curses. Mm-hmm. What is one way to stop a generational curse by you know rectifying it and that breaking it and I think that that is you know an aspect of prioritizing your mental health your prioritizing your mental health can set up the success of future generations period (laughs) period that's very very true that was her hitting the nail on the head. That was her knocking on the door of being correct. <laughs> People can get fucked up by their parents Ooh. not dealing with their shit. Like, yep. It's so <laughs> real. I just gotta shiver. Like, I'm triggered. (laughs) I feel like anyone who is planning to have kids, at least at this point, like, try to see a therapist if you can, if you have access to that. Yeah. And I feel like that should be a part of prenatal care. I was just about to say, (laughs) Jayla, I think that you just opened an avenue of therapy that I don't think has been touched. Really? yeah. What? So you pre-natal have like therapy prenatal sounds... therapy. Like oh, wow. We all know that <laughs> postpartum depression is real. Oh, yeah. And we know the effects that can have on the mother and the child. But 
I wonder what the correlation would be. I might have to get my PhD. I wonder (laughs) what the correlation would be if you had, I might. Our PhD. (laughs) Okay, because I'm not writing a darn thing. But what the connection would be um, if you had prenatal therapy. How would that affect how that would that affect your postpartum journey? Would Ooh. you have? Would there be a decrease? Jordan, that's amazing. You need. To, you, I feel like you. That that's, be, that's, do you have like? Is there anything you need to do for your master's? Where you have to like pick a research topic because that would be fucking. Um, I don't know, but if I do, that is what I want to see. I want to see what the correlation is between the two. You, you just gave her. You just what? Period. Mind blown. Mind explosion. Mind explosion. <laughs> <laughs> that's Period. actually that wow. Is, that's so interesting. Wow. That is very. We just interesting. found a gym, guys. <laughs> a gym. This I need is. A pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, wow. <laughs> that was unbelievable. It was. <laughs> unbelievable. Um, okay. <laughs> so I think there was just one more thing we wanted to talk about. Yep, and that would be some ways and tips on how to improve and focus on your mental health because we don't want to just tell you guys to do it and then not tell you how to do it. Right. <laughs> So um, definitely, if you haven't gotten the message, um, our main thing would definitely be therapy. Um, if you can, obviously, it's not always accessible. But if you can, do it. Don't take, don't take it for granted. There are a lot of people who wish they could that can't. So if you can, try it. Even if it ends up not being for you, what's the harm in trying? What are you going to lose? Yeah. And I also want to add that if therapy is something that you're like wanting to take seriously, you can't be afraid to try different therapists you may not yeah. like the first one you may not like the second one mm-hmm. you know you have to keep trying until you find one that's right for you yeah well what's the saying you gotta kiss a few frogs to meet your prince i'm still kidding apply frogs. it <laughs> apply that to your therapist like i i will say it took me a while to find a therapist that i liked i saw three therapists before I met the therapist that I have now um and it was not easy getting going through all those therapists because you start to you tell people how you feel and you start getting into things and then you kind of realize that you know it's it's not the person for me and so you gotta start over but you can't write it off after the first time because it's not a one size for one it's not a one size fits all yeah so yeah don't be don't let the first time if you don't like that person don't let that turn you away from it i feel like a lot of people probably do that (laughs) because the right therapist is out there period waiting for you just have to go find them boom um another way i would say would definitely be self-love that's a lot harder than that's a lot easier said than done but um I've, this is actually something new that I started doing. Um, When I'm feeling a little insecure, I try to pick out one thing that I like about myself that day. And I kind of hone in on it. And so (laughs) I've recently started to um, become a fan of my lips. So I like take pictures that my lips look good in. So stuff like I look at pictures of my lips look good in or stuff like that. Just even if it sounds stupid, you have to find something little like, mm-hmm. and kind of just build from there. It like goes back to celebrating the little things. Boom! There you yeah. go. 
there you have it, folks. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, finding a therapist is important. Celebrating the little things are important. But I am always going to be more of a holistic person. Um, it's just who I am. I don't like medication. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people, they thrive off medication. I just don't want people to become dependent on medication. So for me, something that I um, do for my mental health is I started working out. And I started twice a week. And then it went to three times a week. And then it went to five times a week. And it's just one of those things that I do for myself that disconnects me from everything else that's going on and it allows me for an hour to two hours to just solely focus on myself. And I think that is an important aspect of mental health is to take yourself outside of the noise, outside of the drama, outside of the trauma, and focus on a better you, okay? (laughs) Or whether that's riding a bike, whether that's going for a walk, whether that's a support animal and taking that dog on a walk, <laughs> um, creating music, doing tapping into your creativity, um, journaling, something like that. Just sometimes, you know, you can talk to people and you can find the little things and celebrate them, but sometimes you just have to separate yourself from all Escape. those things and yeah. just do something that brings you pure and genuine happiness i mean we can just think of rappers and artists and actresses who throw themselves into something that genuinely makes them happy no matter how depressed they are when they hit the stage everything goes away for that little bit of time and yeah. it might like once you get off the stage is the, is it still there yes so you might have to tap into the therapy you might have to tap into the other aspects but i think that it's important to find something that strengthens your creativity and help with that in terms of your mental health. And then um, to, to piggyback off therapy, even if you cannot afford a therapist, there are resources out there um, that offer support groups and there are nonprofit organizations that have a lot of students who are um, getting their clinical license and they need the practice and they can help you while helping them. So wow. my mama I used to say fair exchange and no robbery. <laughs> <laughs> so help you help me. And so that's just something you can call a local school and talk to maybe their psychology department or something like that to see if they have um, support groups or resources for free therapy from, from students. And just because somebody is a student, don't mean they don't Definitely know mean that they about. don't know what they're talking about because right. a lot of good therapists have experienced some things that have catapulted them into being a therapist. Period. Okay? So, it's all about finding somebody that relates to you or can relate to some of the situations that um you experienced. Wow, Jordan yeah. is giving such thoughtful and amazing I'm answers. Just like speechless. You're wow. You're like the the perfect first guest. No, what do you mean? I'm it's no. gonna be hard. To talk. Yeah, it's gonna be very hard. I'm to sure talk. it's not. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> you said thirty minutes. I know. <laughs> oh, and I just want to um, shout out the National Alliance on Mental illness it is a website please if you are battling with any type of mental illness go there um 
just start in, with that website and they literally have everything that you need. It's a great starting point and um, the suicide hotline number has now changed. Yep, 988. 988. Which is so much better than that damn 11 number long. Well, what was that? Logic. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't um, even remember, remember what the number was. Me neither. But I just knew it was a Logic song. Yeah, me too. But 988. I don't want to be alive. I just want to die today. I was like, wow, okay. Like, that's a <laughs> Someone great help, song. <laughs> Someone help this brother, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jordan, that was great Fantastic. answer. Great answer. Thank you. I don't think I really have any other tips. I think Jordan definitely wrapped it up with a bow for me at least. Jayla, was there any other tips you wanted to give? Um, I did have some. Okay. So some of the ways that I kind of maintain my health and even combat the days where I'm not feeling good. Um, establishing healthy habits and routine Mm -hmm. has definitely been, I don't want to say, well, maybe game changer for me. Yeah. Especially a routine, like having rituals that you do every day when you're not feeling well, it's like, okay, things might not be going well, but at least I have like a guideline, Mm -hmm. you know, I have something I can hold on to for a little bit of stability. And it's almost like you're still holding yourself responsible for something, too. Right. You're not letting, you know, trials and tribulations of the day get it in the way of taking care of yourself and doing that's what you got to do. Yeah. That's great. I think that's a good idea. My friend, um, he was in therapy, and his therapist said one thing that you can do every day is make your bed. It is the first task. <laughs> Woo, child. It is the first task that you can successfully complete, and it sets the tone for the rest of your day. And if you don't make your bed, and you see how your day transpired from you not making that bed, and he noticed that the days that he made his bed he was having good were days? significantly better wow. than the days when he didn't make his bed, and he I don't even wake up on time enough to do that. But that's but that's something that's make something that every day. Do you make your bed every day? See, yeah. that's one that's routine habit. I'm gonna I try don't. when I move to my apartment. <laughs> yeah, me either. When I get to my apartment, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. It's one. It's one accomplishment that you made. Your first accomplishment of the day. I woke up and I made my bed. That's huge. That's a good point. That's I never huge. thought about that. Starting your day off with a win. With starting your day off with a win. Yes. I love that. Me too. That's a great way to see it. I'm going to make my bed tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to text you and be like, Jora, you make your bed? She's like, girl, no. I <laughs> Girl, I forgot. I was late. <laughs> probably because I was late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you have any more? Um, The other one I was going to say is pay attention to the way that you talk to yourself. Oh, absolutely. That's, thank you for saying that. When, you, when you're done, I'm going to say what I was going to say about what Kia said. Okay, um, so yeah, a lot of the times people talk to themselves just horribly, mm-hmm. just talking down on themselves all the time, mm-hmm. just a lot of self-deprecation, yeah. and that definitely can affect your mental health, mm-hmm. and it just, when you're talking to yourself like that, you're going to make yourself feel worse, yeah. so some, I, well, personally, I had to like actively start talking to myself nicer. I guess that sounds weird. I didn't like the way that sentence flowed. <laughs> but um, 
just I had to start being nicer to myself and giving myself compliments instead of like criticizing you know Mm -hmm. so that was like a habit that I had to break and then essentially form a new one but I definitely think that that contributed a lot to the way that I view myself Mm -hmm. and just the way that I you know walk in the world my mom would always say growing up um out of your mouth you speak blessings and curses and Mm. I think that that is something that and there's and there's power in the tongue. So she would say, out of your mouth you speak blessings and curses, and there's power in the tongue. And growing up, I'm like, girl, okay, whatever. But <laughs> it's true. Your your mouth, it's from your mouth to God's ears. So whatever you say out your mouth is really what's going to happen. So I think that that is really important, Jaylid, to watch how you talk to yourself and watch yeah. how you talk about yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's important too. Yeah, um, that... Uh, is ugh, my brain. <laughs> yeah, but that directly references what I was going to say that Kia um, has said. She said this in the group chat a while ago, and ever since she said it, it stuck with me. She said that your brain doesn't have a sense of humor. Like, the more you tell yourself something, the more you're going to believe it. And mm-hmm. so if you're constantly telling yourself, oh, I'm stupid, I'm stupid, I'm stupid, eventually you're going to really feel like you're stupid and you're not going to believe that you can do anything. Yeah. Just an example. But yeah, your brain does not have a sense of humor. So it's going to believe whatever you continue to tell it. Whew. I felt that. Yep. That's no, weird. when she said that, it changed my life. I was like, wow. So, Kia girl. A word. <laughs> you, you. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm weak. You're going to have to send Kia percentage of the funds. 5% Kia. Five percent. Oh wow! My manager is Monique. Talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, Momo, affectionately call it. Give her a finder's fee. Finder's You're fee. Hilarious. I'll buy you out of the contract. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah. So that saying changed my life. So it definitely is very important how you talk to yourself and about yourself. Um, talk about yourself the way you would talk about anybody you love, like. If you wouldn't tell your best friend that you think they're a dumb bitch, then don't call yourself a dumb bitch, okay? Oh, my God. I saw this tweet that said, I ain't been ugly since I stopped calling myself ugly. And I was like, wow. That's, wow. It's really like that. It's really like that. Whoa. And that, I feel like, also comes into play. (laughs) I'm weak. You're an idiot. (laughs) But I feel like that also comes into play with, um... Positive affirmations. You, mm-hmm. Like we said, oh, the things you say, you start to believe. So yes. if you're continuously saying all these great things about yourself and you're continuously making it a habit to speak good about yourself, then you're going to believe it. And that's going to start to show in the things that the people, it's going to start to show and the people around you, they're, they're going to notice it. Like whenever I, I, Kia always points out to me, like when she notices like a change in me in like therapy, like one time she texted me and she was like, I love how like self-aware that you become like and when people start to realize that shit about you you I don't even know how I got here but yeah um, <laughs> talk good to yourself anyway I'm gonna bring that back there yeah um but that's the last one that I had all right um well then that is going to wrap up our discussion 
Um, I wanted to close the topic of the week off with a couple of questions for you, Jordan. More? Okay. <laughs> I only have one. Jalen, okay. did you have any, though? Any um, what do you think I should ask the second one? Oh, yeah. I think you... Oh, no. I'm nervous now. <laughs> I think you should. Okay. Okay. Um, so, our first question for you, Jordan, would be, what is something you've learned about mental health that most people might not know? What is something about men? I think something that we talked about, one of the things that I don't think people realize about mental health is the effects that it has on your body and in Mm -hmm. terms of like illnesses and sicknesses. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that until I got into my social work program. And that was baffling to me because black people, we as black people, we are already set up for oh, failure yeah, when it comes to um, diseases and illnesses. And I just think yeah. adding mental illness on top of that, it only catapults it to another level. So I think that was one thing that I didn't realize, how um, mental health and um, diseases are correlated. Great answer, great answer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Jayla. Okay, so my question was, what are three of the top misconceptions people have about mental health? Um, ain't nothing wrong with them. Um, I think that that is one of the most common misconceptions when it comes to mental health. I don't need it because ain't nothing wrong with me. And I never met nobody who don't need mental health um, therapy. Okay. In my life. Okay. <laughs> Everybody got Period. some type of problem. Everybody has some mm-hmm. type of problem. It does not have to be some traumatic childhood, adverse childhood experience. Mm-hmm. It could be something as simple as I got fired from my job and I don't know how I can cope with that. Oh, Sarah, right. you figure therapy because we are taught, oh, we're just gonna figure it out. Mm-mm. Therapy. So let somebody else help you figure it Boom, out. Boom, there you go. <laughs> be don't be afraid to lean on others. Don't be afraid to lean on others. Um, that's one. What else is another thing? I think another thing is a lot of people think that black people don't talk about mental health. And that is a misconception because black people do talk about mental health. We just sugarcoat it, um, and we name it other things. So, <laughs> okay, we okay. name it other things. Uh, he just crazy. You know what? Like you're right. They, 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 yeah. Oh my god, that's a good point. <laughs> I never thought about it that Ain't way. Ain't wrong with you, girl. You just said. <laughs> no, I'm actually there's. A, or bringing up what you said earlier, you were crying, and not because you were something was wrong with you. You were having a full blown panic attack. Yeah. So you know, black we've experienced things, and black people we talk about it. We just cover it up, and we True. disguise it as something else, and we sweep it wow. under the rug. Yeah, but we do talk about it. We do. I never thought about it in that. And they can tell you the onset of when it happened. Oh, child, yeah, he's been crazy since his mama (laughs) died. That's trauma. (laughs) There you go. I never thought about that. No, that's so funny. That's so funny. Literally, like, getting older and hearing stories from, like, things that were happening that you were too young to, like, (laughs) figure out yourself. I'd be like, okay, well, why nobody took into (laughs) it? (laughs) <laughs> Hello. Oh, Child, his daddy was a cheating. 
He a cheater. Everybody a cheater. Like, but that's I'm, narcissistic behavior, so we're not gonna. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is just cool. This is just what we're gonna do. We just accept it. We just accept it for what it is, and we never instead of realizing that it can be changed, it can be changed. Yeah. So yeah, I when I I don't like when people like yeah, black people don't talk about mental health. Oh yes, they do. (laughs) (laughs) I was one of those people. I'm one of those people. So you best see now. You bested me. Now you can stop talking about how I uh, debunked you. (laughs) Now you debunked. Thank you. And then one more. It was three, right? Three okay. misconceptions. Yeah. But three, it's okay if we don't have three because I feel like we've learned so no, much. No, I've been debunked. <laughs> and oh I, have to, I have to redeem yourself redeem now. Okay. <laughs> I think you have, um, but okay. For sure. I think wh- the last thing that it comes to, that comes to mind to me is people think that you need medication to... Um, help with your mental health and I think that you should start on medication but I think that you should never become dependent on medication but I say that to say if you feel like the holistic approach is not working for you you should never be afraid to start medication again Um, we call it in my line of work, we call it seasons of. So it can be seasons of medication. So I, for five months, I needed this medication. And with the mm. help of therapy and medication, I realized that I could get back off. But something else happened. And the therapy that I was in didn't prepare me for this. So now I need to get back on that medication. And I need to go back to therapy. So I just don't want to... I, I'm always going to be an advocate for the holistic approach. Smoke that weed. <laughs> Period. <laughs> if that's what Period. you want to do today, smoke that weed. Bro. But don't think that you can't take the medication and smoke the weed. Um, I don't think that it... I, I'm, I'm not a licensed therapist yet. And I'm not a the cannabis medicinal cannabis um consulting yet so i don't really know the pros and the cons so don't (laughs) quote me but um yeah i just think that another myth is that people think that the only way to combat your mental health is to get on medication and i think that there's other avenues before medication yeah i love that you said that because i feel like i was talking to you about this jayla um you know i'm on my i'm on medicine for my adhd but i was saying how I really don't want to go my whole life depending on it. Like, I want to find little tricks and methods and tips mm-hmm. that help me manage my ADHD without depending on drugs. Um, because having a dependency on medicines sounds... That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Especially <laughs> yeah. when you get into the fact that these are, like, stimulants most in most cases. Come on. And stuff like that. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I love that you said that. I also feel like a lot of people don't want to address their mental health because of that as well. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to take your medicine. You don't have to. There are other to. methods to address those issues and I think to medicine is yeah, the only fix way. those issues. Yeah. Yeah. So I love how you said that. Wow, Jordan, you have been an so amazing simple. guest. A- Just wait to like graduate the knowledge off of that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do a little uh, rerun. A little rerun. Period. <laughs> Super insightful. Such a great idea. Yes. Can I come back when y'all talk about sex? That I don't even think that was we one don't of even our have topics. That as a topic, but maybe... Actually, we had friends with benefits as a topic. Ooh, as a topic. Okay. Well, we can bank some of these for a potential season two. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back for season yeah. two. We're yeah. talk about sex. 
this oh, let's like, talk this is about a little, sex. Come on. But no, seriously, Jordan, you have been amazing. Thank you so much for coming up here. You've been the perfect first guest. Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm honored. You. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for having me. I hope we made you feel comfortable. You guys did. I'm just mad that I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. Well, next time, it next time, maybe. Have an edible for me next time. A small Man. one, a small Imagine one. Imagine the profound statements I would have said. <laughs> high. <laughs> sober talk. That sounds good to me. Yes, next go round, we will be prepared. Yes. But that is going to wrap up our topic of the week for this week. Um, we are going to take another quick break and come back with Sheila's Jams. Yeah. All right, y'all. At this point, you know what time it is. It's time for Jayla's Jams. You got a new theme song every week for it. Literally, that's what I've noticed. Um, I, this one was like kind of EDM. House music. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> so for Jayla Jams, I'm going to talk about a musical act. <laughs> and I say musical act because it's not a singer. It's not a rapper. <laughs> You're so <laughs> It is a girl group. Yup. <laughs> yup. Yup. I, I don't care what anybody has to say. Y'all already know who it is at this point. I don't care what anybody has to say. <laughs> I love me a good girl group. And I love me a good She's boy She's 12. Band. No, I'm just kidding. I'm 21. <laughs> I just love music. I love everything. I love everything. So, yes, I love me a good girl group and I love me a good boy band. And there's a new girl group <laughs> called Flo. That I am obsessed with now. So they're from London. I believe they're all in like their early 20s, I want to say. Um, and yeah, they're all black. Period. At least in some degree. Two of them are little mixies. But that don't matter because... It's a black group, child. And they sing R&B. They literally sound like what an early 2000s girl group would sound like, I feel like. Hmm. Well, not, okay, maybe not all the way. It's, like, very heavily inspired. And it has that very youthful sound to it that, like, older girl groups had. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm obsessed with them. I think they're so cute, and I love the songs. They're just little bops. Um, Their EP just came out. Well, their lead single was Cardboard Box. I love that song. It got stuck in my head. Um, And then they dropped their EP called The Lead, and it has five songs on it, one acoustic track. And, yeah, their second song that they dropped a video for because singles are songs that 
are promoted before the major project and have videos. Um, so they made a video for another song on the EP, but it wasn't a single. It's called Immature. I love that song. I think the video is fire. But yeah, I'm obsessed with them. And they can actually sing. They can sing. Like, the acoustic is great. They sound good live. I've seen it in a video. Yeah, because some of the girlies is not singing for real. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna back this. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to eat this up. All right. Yeah. Uh, I've heard a few. I've heard a few of their songs. Jayla played them for us. I think they're good. They can sing, but I just, I don't know. Something about them didn't connect for me. But I think they are good. Um, so yeah, I think y'all should definitely give them a try. And they're black, so that was such a great endorsement. Was that sarcasm? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was. It's okay. That's your opinion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they sound good, but they're just not for me. Right. So, yeah. And that's completely okay. Yeah. So but y'all give them a chance. each other's differences, people. As long as we're respectful about that. Exactly. Um, I'm definitely a little bit wine drunk right now. Bitch. <laughs> 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 Child. <laughs> If I'm here, I'm drunk. If I'm here, I'm crossed, honey. <laughs> oh, period. <laughs> you right. Um, but yeah, I think y'all should give them a chance. Yeah. Like if that beautiful gowns. Damn. I they missed the Aretha moment a little bit because I was talking. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. They missed the beautiful gowns. The beautiful, beautiful gowns. gowns. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say that. If girl groups are something that are kind of up your alley or you like R&B and you like women singing R&B, I mean, hey, give it a shot. I like it and I have great taste. So. (laughs) I think that's saying something. That is so funny. (laughs) But it's like true. So I can say that. Very true. Too too many people have told me this for me not to be confident in my music taste. I love that. Love that. I am one of those people. It's one of my favorite things to hear. Love that for you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But that's pretty much it for Jayla Jams, guys. If you listen to Flow, let us know in a question box that you see. Um, I want to know if you guys are actually listening to the music that I talk about up here. That would be really cool. It would be really nice to know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to add Flow to the playlist. It's not going to be as many songs as I usually add. I actually doubt anyone has listened to the playlist. Don't but. doubt anything. It's okay, because I still enjoy making it. Period. So, anyway, I'm going to add all five of their songs onto the playlist. Um, yeah, that's it for Jazzy Jam, guys. Alrighty. And with that being said, we are going to move into our strain of the week. Uh, this week, we got Cushmints. Uh, it's a hybrid strain. It is a cross of Animal Mints and Bubba Kush 
with flavors of mint, menthol, and pine. Mm. It has a high THC content of 27%, has a calming effect, and reported effects of uplifting and happiness. Um, yeah. 16% of users said that it helped with their anxiety. 14% of users said that it helped with their stress. And 10% said that it helped with depression. It has a Leafly rating of 4.7 out of 5 stars. And you said this is called what? Kush Mints. Yeah, I'm liking Kush Mints. I like Kush Mints. Yeah. I feel calm, but I also don't feel like super tired. So I like that. Yeah, very true. Um. So what's your personal rating? I would say 8 out of 10. Um, I think I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Ooh. I think I would get this again. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, 8 out of 10 is still good. Yeah. It is. Alright, well, um, that is going to wrap up our stream of the week. <laughs> and now it is time for Watch of the Week. <laughs> This week, for Watch of the Week, we have a TV show. Sorry, back to the basics. <laughs> um, Boo! Shut your mouth, okay? Shut your mouth. But yes, this week's Watch of the Week is a TV show. Um, we got a movie coming up. Well, I got a movie coming up for y'all soon. Just, just give me a chance. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, this week is The Bear. Everyone has been talking about it. I'm sure y'all have heard of it. If you haven't already watched it, I'm sure you've at least heard of it. Mm, I'm interested to hear. Um, this is a Hulu FX series. It's like they're like partnered together with it or whatever. Um, it came out June 23rd. It has one season, eight episodes. Um, it has an IMDb rating of 8.5 out of 10 stars. A 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And it has recently been renewed for season two. Hmm. Yep. So y'all know the drill. I'm going to give y'all a brief synopsis. Um, in the summer of 2022, James Beard award-winning chef Carmen Carmi Berzato returns home to Chicago to manage the original beef of Chicagoland, a rundown River North restaurant owned by his brother Michael, who recently died by suicide. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the cast is Jeremy Allen White. Um, he plays Carmen Carmi Brazado. If y'all don't know who Jeremy Allen White is, if y'all have seen Shameless, Lip. That is Jeremy um, Allen White. Lip. Lip. Love Lip, even though he really had signs where he was pissing me off. <laughs> That's for it. Was, it was bad writing. It wasn't Lip's fault. Yeah, I'm still so pissed that he didn't get to graduate from college. Bad writing. He deserved a degree. Bro. Anyway, that's for another day. Um, so yeah, Jeremy Allen White is Carmen. He's the main character. Um, Ayo Edaberry plays Sydney Adamu. Um, she uh, is also, she's Missy in Smart Mouth. I mean, pfft. Smart mouth. What is it called? Big mouth. Big mouth. There we go. My brain went. Yeah, sorry. Won't blame me being cross faded. <laughs> I'm screaming. So yeah, she plays Missy on Big Mouth. Um, yeah. Uh, 
Ivan Moss Bachrach. Sorry if I said his name wrong. Girl. He plays Richard Richie Germ. Germ. Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all, these Italian ass names. You're I'm butchering. sorry. I'm sorry. This I'm sorry. These Italian ass names. <laughs> I can't get it. I'm too under the influence. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Okay, the only one I can't read is Jeremovich. That's what it is. Brazado. Brazado, yeah, that I got that one. Um, Ivan Mas Bachrock, I don't know what else he would be in, but yeah. Um, my favorite part, I'd say. Wait. Um, the guy that plays well, Ivan, whatever, is that Jeremy Allen White's brother in the show? No, it's his cousin. Is he the one that was in that clip on Twitter? I don't know. I haven't seen the clip. Does he work in the restaurant with him? Yeah. He was in The Punisher. That's one thing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there you go. He was in The Punisher. Um, But my favorite part would be Jeremy Allen White. Um, I don't know. I need to... I'm the type of person where I kind of have to rewatch things a couple times. Uh, at least for TV shows. Before I can really decide if I genuinely like it or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to rewatch it again. I don't think it's bad. I think there's potential. I think if I rewatch it again, I'll, I'll connect with it. But for my initial watch, I've watched the first two episodes. Um, I like it. Like, I mean, it's good. I haven't quite decided if I like it or not yet. But it is a good show. Well, the writing seems good enough. The acting is good. So, you know, there's potential. I um, that. Yeah, um, I would rate it as of right now a seven out of ten. Um, that could be changed, you know. It's it's uh, will be it'll be reassessed once I rewatch it and stuff. But yeah, that is pretty much it. I think there's potential, like I said, and that is going to wrap up uh, the watch of the week. I'm going to add it to the um, IMDb playlist. Y'all know the drill. Um, it'll be in the link tree in our Instagram bio. And, yeah. All right. It's question time. We are just going to ask one question this week because our episode has already been pretty long. Um, and we also only have one. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's that. <laughs> week. Um, so, the question is... What other podcasts inspire y'all? Brianna, do you want to answer first? Sure. Um, My all-time favorite podcast is The Read. If y'all have not heard of it, it is a queer black um, podcast uh, hosted by Kid Fury and Crystal. It's so funny. They're so funny, and they're so, like, honest and raw and i just really love it um they i've always thought podcasting was cool but they definitely kind of made me feel like okay like if i had a podcast i would want it to feel like theirs like just real um so i yeah they are definitely a podcast that inspires me and then i wouldn't say this podcast inspires me but i really do enjoy it and um yeah so i want to mention it uh, Pin Bad Pin Badgley's podcast, Pod Crushed. 
I really like that. It's like based on middle school and like the horrors of middle school and like oh my middle school journeys and stuff. And they interview different celebrities. And I've enjoyed pretty much every episode. They've had some really good guests. And it's just really funny. It's like quirky funny. Um, and then whereas the read is like black people funny. Mm. <laughs> black gay people funny, which is even yeah. funnier. Um, so yeah, uh, those would be my two podcasts I'd say that would, that I either really like or that inspire me. Why you, Jayla? Um, so, Brianna put me on to The Read, and I really like The Read. Period. So I'm including that in my list. Um, I also want to say Fake Deep Podcast is a, another podcast that really inspires me. It was started by two Howard alumna. Um, yeah, basically, they just talk about different topics up there. So they they just talk about things that are very relatable, very relatable to Black women. So any topics you can think of, they talk about on their podcast. And that. yeah, I don't. I'm not even sure if they're still making episodes. I think they have about three seasons. But yeah, I really love that podcast. And ooh. yep. <laughs> well. And another podcast that I really love is Let's Talk About Myths, Baby. Hmm. Yeah. Is that a myth? Oh, like a Greek mythology podcast? How it's did a Greek I know? Mythology podcast. I mean, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> it's a Greek mythology podcast. And the creator, she just tells it in a very realistic way. Like, she does not sugarcoat the things that were happening. <clears throat> oh my gosh what is going on but she does not sugarcoat the things that are happening that are actually happening and she talks about it very casually for the purpose of storytelling but hmm. yeah I'm gonna have to look I'm gonna have to uh, add that to my library and see if I like it like it's really really good I love it I've listened to so many episodes so yeah I highly recommend I really love podcasts like I I think I've said this in an episode before. I really only listen to music in the car when I'm cleaning. But lately, it's really just been podcasts. Like, podcasts are really, like, kind of my, 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 what is it, zhuzh? Your zhuzh? Right now? Yeah, it's kind of a zhuzh right mm-hmm. now. Um, That's what you want it to be. <laughs> I don't, I'm really fucking with podcasts. Um, I've been listening to ours in the car, too. Show do. I've listened to a couple of our episodes multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. I have um, listened to it on a road trip. Period. But yeah, I love podcasts and yeah. Yeah, I think podcasts are really cool. Um, they can be really informative. They can be really funny. They. I also like the um, like true crime ones. I've never been able to... Well, I haven't really tried to get into them. I've added a couple to my library, but I haven't actually pressed play on them. So maybe one of these days I will and see if I enjoy it. But I just can't imagine sitting and listening to someone play out a crime. I would be listening to them, like, at my old job. Mm. While I was, like, folding up clothes in the store. Mm. I'd be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I'm not talking to you, ma'am. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's wrapping up our question portion of the show. 
and that's also gonna wrap up our episode um thank you guys so much for tuning into the sixth episode of if i'm here i'm high i can't believe we're at six episodes already i know time is flying this is crazy yeah so grateful for everyone who listens yes so follow us on all of our socials um listen to the playlist check out brianna's watch of the week list Mm -hmm. on imdb Mm -hmm. um yeah everything is in the bio on our instagram at if i'm here i'm high yep that's where you can find everything you could possibly need is organized and real nice and neat period so yeah anything else you want to say brianna um yeah i mean just thank you guys for listening um i hope you guys are still enjoying yourselves um i really hope you guys enjoyed our topic of the week because i think that was probably my favorite topic of the week yeah super great this week love this once again thank you to my aunt jordan um the best first guest we could have ever asked for so shout out to her follow her her instagram is jordan thornton j-o-a-r-d-a-n Thornton, T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. And yeah, thank you guys for listening and we will catch you guys next week. All right. Bye.